well, this is getting boring. There's been another quote-unquote mass shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And even though that story that I shared with you about uh, Mr. Varnell, the 23-year-old who was groomed by the FBI to blow up a bank in Oklahoma, it doesn't seem that this mass shooting was an FBI operation. He went into the hospital with a purpose, went to the second floor and killed four people. Maybe he killed three people, including himself. I think that was the stat. And a mass shooting is designated when more than three people are killed or more than two people are killed. An important thing to know as you're digesting the news. And the attacks will continue, whether it was FBI orchestrated or not. The mass shootings will continue. Because this leadership wants mass shootings to continue. Because this leadership needs to disarm the population. So that we will be vulnerable and helpless. We will not be able to defend ourselves or our property or our family. It's a threat to their power. It's a threat to their ability to enrich themselves and their own families. It's a threat to their ability to steal elections and manipulate populations, send their Antifa shock troopers in to burn your business down. Now, see, we're ready this summer. We know their shenanigans. And we have a pair prepared accordingly. If you haven't, you're a little bit late, but there's still time. Get after it. So I thought today I'd take a 30,000 foot view or maybe not. You know how I roll. I'll see something shiny and we'll be off to the races. But in 2020, I thought to myself, COVID's got to be all about Trump. This was a developing theory, but they started changing all of the election laws, expanding mail-in voting, and I thought this is all about the election. This is all about getting rid of Donald Trump because Donald Trump is not globalist establishment. The globalist establishment was unified against Trump because of that. And it doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat, you can see now, if you look closely, that Democrats and Republicans have led us to the same place. And you have 
now Republicans behaving as Democrats and uh, only a couple of Democrats behaving as Republicans, but that's about to get worse. A, a perfect example of this is uh, Rick Caruso, the candidate for mayor in Los Angeles, is a Republican, Republican billionaire. But he's running as a Democrat for mayor of Los Angeles. Why? Because he wants to win. So it'll be interesting to see the outcome of that election because I believe all of the West Coast states are universal mail-in voting. Just means that the establishment gets whatever the establishment wants in terms of candidates and then elected leaders. But I found this article from the Washington uh, Examiner, August 5th, 2020, developed countries ban mail-in voting. U.S. would be laughingstock. Most developed countries, especially in Europe, ban mail-in voting to fight vast fraud and vote buying that had threatened the integrity of their elections, according to an exhaustive review of voting rules and histories in over 30 major nations. In the European Union, 63% have put a ban on mail-in, have put a ban on mailing in ballots, except for citizens living overseas. Another 22% have imposed a ban even for those overseas, and most of those that allow mail-in ballots require some form of photo ID to get one, according to the report from the Crime Prevention Research Center. And this is essentially the crux of the election fraud in this country. If meaningful signature matching had been done in these contested states, in these swing states where it's claimed that all the fraud happened, the experts have claimed that this would show the truth. Because in only a small sample size, the discrepancies in the signature verification extrapolated out to cover the whole state was enormous and life like I don't know, ten times the margin of, of error or 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 not the margin of error, but the margin margin of victory or fifty times the margin of victory. And it never happened. These countries have learned the hard way about what happens when mail-in ballots aren't secured. They have also discovered how hard it is to detect vote buying when both those buying and selling the votes have an incentive to hide the exchange, said author John R. Lott, the center's president. While politicians in the United States have been debating the pros and cons of mail-in voting due to concerns of spreading COVID-19 at the polls and new reports of postal service and vote counting issues, Lott, whose center is known for its gun research, built a voting database of the European Union and, and the larger Organization for Economic Cooperation and development countries. So they used COVID-19 to change all of the voting laws, broadly expand mail-in voting, illegally, by the way, 
This is all meant to be done by state legislatures. And the federal government has no control over it. And then we enter the 2000 Mules film that shows 2000 Mules going to their NGO buildings or their DNC campaign offices to collect allegedly fraudulent ballots and return them to the ballot boxes dozens and dozens of times. Fistfuls of ballots. Wearing latex gloves to keep their fingerprints off of any ballots or ballot box handles. So what's the end goal? Well, we're seeing it play out. Biden gets into office, immediately starts canceling oil leases. They're shutting down nuclear power plants. They just shut down a nuclear power plant in Michigan. Biden cancels pipelines. The average price of fuel is somewhere around 450 a gallon and it seems like it's climbing 10 cents every week. Now and this makes me wonder why we pay 10 cents more per gallon today than we did yesterday. Isn't it the same gra- gas that was in the ground? at the fueling station. So is this 10 cent increase supposed to allow the distributor to purchase the more expensive fuel? Or are we just getting gouged? There was a story that came out 2010, 2011 when gas was approaching five dollars a gallon under obama it said oh you know the the fuel companies really don't have large profit margins and do you buy that i don't know if i buy that that sounds to me like a little bit of corporate propaganda and at the time i was younger and more naive and i thought oh well that makes sense Let's not be, I mean, certainly let's not be mad at the gas station owner. I don't believe the problem is that local, certainly in some situations. I mean, there's plenty of scumbags in the world. No shortage. No shortage there. But it's not going to stop. It's going to keep climbing. They just changed the, uh, the computers in a lot of the pumps uh, along the coast to accommodate uh, $10 or more per gallon of gas. And I'm supposed to go on a road trip this summer. I guess we better pencil that one in. I don't know how I can justify going on a road trip if gas is $12 a gallon. So they use this fake pandemic... To seize control of the globe. 
and the lockdowns and and these draconian COVID-19 measures were all pushed out by the Chinese Communist Party. And they were circulated using thousands and, and probably millions of bot accounts on social media to apply pressure to the political establishments in the Western countries and others to create these lockdowns, which are now resulting in starvation across the world. But the global establishment has the fortune of being able to blame this all on the Russia-Ukraine conflict. But they were telling us a year and a half ago that this was all coming because of COVID. So what are we meant to believe? It was predicted. But now it's supposed to be Russia's fault. So are we also meant to believe that all of the food processing plants that are burning down are Russia's fault? Are, are Russian operatives coming in and infecting the chickens with strange diseases and, and then burning the whole farm down? Are, are, is that what's going on here? Is that because the Russian border is the Russian border? <laughs> that because the southern border is wide open? That these these Russian agents can come in? And what's what's China's role in all this? China's just quietly sitting back and I mean their economy is really hurting, I guess. If you can believe anything that you read, which you really can't, so I don't know. On one hand, China's economy is really hurting, but on the other hand, they're preparing to invade Taiwan. I mean, there's article after article. CNN doesn't think it's going to happen. But the New York Post published a story saying the U.S. Intel chief warns China is preparing Taiwan invasion. How do we know they're not preparing an American invasion? Oh, yes. There's murmurings on that, which I'll tell you uh, when I get back. Goodbye.